Hey, dream chasers and aspiring game changers. I'm your host and creative coach, Lindria Reynolds, and welcome to Creative Masterminds, your dose of creative fuel to help you catch those dreams, stop overthinking, and elevate that life-transforming brand. I am so elated right now to have with me on the mic, published author, poet, educator, and fashion influencer, Ms. Nicole Salas. Hi. Creator. She is the creator of Design Her Life. So, hey, Nicole, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited about this this venture that you are uh, putting into the world, and I am excited to be able to support and be a part of it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So let me just start by saying that you are a creative powerhouse work with celebrities, luxury brands, and even youth. And you've just taken so many people to new creative and innovative heights. You've also wrote this powerful book, primarily targeting women to be fearless and faithful on their creative um, journey to success. So I know I want to know, and I know my audiences want to know, like, what's your creative love story? Well, well, thank you, first and foremost. Uh, So it started for me at a young, 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 young age. I I can't even uh, remember. I I would say that if you were talking to my mom, she would probably say I was about four or five. And I fell in love with fashion. My grandmother was a designer in Iowa, and she had her own boutique. And I used to, you know, while my mom was at work and I was young before I went to school, I used to hang out with my grandmother at her boutique. So I would uh, grab her fabric, her leather and her furs and all of her beautiful, shiny fabrics and wrap them around dolls, I heard, when I was a baby or when I was a kid. And so I think it started around that time. And ever since then, I've just been fascinated with the idea of creation, the idea of being able to dream up a piece of art or some art in my mind and be able to put my hands to it and bring it into fruition. And I've been fascinated and that, that fascination has really uh, taken me on this journey. Um, I've been in the industry for professionally for about 12 years now Uh, outside of college, you know, after I graduated from college, I moved to New York, go Cyclones. Cyclones. I was at university. So yeah, after college, I moved out to New York and I've been pursuing it professionally here in New York and in the LA area for about 12 years now. Wow. That's awesome. So you said something to me that I thought was really powerful. You would dream up a piece of art so you can put your hands to it and bring it into a fruition. And I know there's a lot of people on the line who, um, well, not on the line, we're the only ones on the line, but (laughs) there are people listening who, you know, really want to know, you know, how do you catch your dreams and bring your dreams to life? Um, Get it out of your head and just, you know, be able to pursue it and be confident in it and not be, afraid. And so people are usually afraid of the obstacles that they may have. Did you have any obstacles along the way that, you know, made you feel like you couldn't bring your dreams to fruition? Uh, yes, absolutely. I had a lot of obstacles 
at every turn. Uh, so let, I think that that is a great question. And let's go back to the beginning of it so I can make sure I answer it properly. I would say that bringing ideas into fruition, my fascination with that. I mean, when I look, when I think of fashion and now even working with women with Design Her Life, then I think about a vision. I'm a visionary and I've always been a visionary. And so when I think about vision, then I am usually going to write that vision. I'm going to clarify that vision and I'm a very hands-on person. So for me, I would say I need to start I think sitting back and planning, over planning, I, you can get into uh, what's called uh, just a overthinking, overthinking, you know, paralysis where you just overthink and overthink it. You think about all of the things that all of the obstacles and all of the things that can come in your way that will come in your way. For me, it's really about jumping in. When I moved to New York, then I created a plan. I, I was scared to death. Let me be honest. My father drove me out here for the first time when I did my first internship and I was still at Iowa State University and I was scared to death. (laughs) However, it wasn't I wasn't going to allow my fear to dictate what I was going to do. I was going to create a situation. I'm a very adventurous person. So I think of it as a little bit more like a roller coaster. I'm on the roller coaster. I am scared of, of the fall. I'm scared of the drop. However, I am on it and there is no turning back. So that's, that is kind of the, the type of way that I set myself up to, to overcome my fear. You know, I planned, I made, you know, this is where I'm going to live. This is where I'm going to work. This is the area. This is the train that I'm going to take. I sold my car. I sold everything that I had that was at that apartment and I moved to New York. So there was no going back for me. Um, so for me, I think sometimes you have to understand how you work and you have to take that into consideration to create an environment that's conducive for you. For me, it's about jumping in. It's about jumping in and, and allowing it to turn out. And it may not turn out the way that I envisioned it, but that doesn't mean that I can't be open to the possibility of what could happen on all of the great things that could come from that. So that's the first thing I would say. I think the second thing is, so number one is just, is jump in, create a plan, get clear about your plan and just start. I think the second thing is about, um, that you brought up is about confidence. And I always speak to the women that I work with about action and results creates more confidence. So as you start to build momentum and as you start to see yourself move forward and you start creating that action by just jumping in and not overthinking it. And I'm not saying to not be responsible. I'm saying create a plan and don't just keep thinking and keep thinking and keep thinking. Start. And once you start to see some results, then it starts to build co- build confidence to get more results. And it starts to fuel you to in your belief system to, to understand that you can get results and that you can move forward. And I think that that's important to build confidence. And then lastly, I would say absolutely I ran into a lot of obstacles. A lot of people don't know this, uh, especially if you haven't read my first book, then I actually was homeless for a little while when I lived in New York. So, you know, I came out here, I was staying with a family friend. Uh, she needed the space that she was uh, allowing me to use for her family that had been displaced with Hurricane Katrina. And she put me out. 
So I didn't have anywhere to go. And, you know, I had to make a decision and my family and everybody was like, you need to just come back to Iowa and you need to regroup. And for me, it was, you know, as far, I'm a very spiritual person and I felt like the place for me to grow and the place for me to evolve and the place for me to continue to move forward and to build that confidence and to get those results was here in New York and I wasn't leaving. So I had to figure it out. <laughs> so I would say I have run into some of the biggest challenges and obstacles in my life and and still had to to create and you know find the fortitude and the faith to keep going. Your aud- your your listeners want to know the juice. They don't want to just know the highlight stuff, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You you mentioned your book. The book that I'm reading now is Passion, Prayer and Purpose. Mm-hmm. And you really touch on your journey and you were dropping some golden nuggets. <laughs> and I was just, I was taking notes, you know, focusing on limitations and not the possibilities. And, you know, you talked about struggling with the idea of time. And something that really stuck out to me was the mental prison of self-imposed fear. And so many people struggle with that. Both men and women um, struggle with this idea of fear and not being able to move forward with just kind of pursuing their passion and really walking into their purpose. And so talk to me a little bit more about passion, prayer, and purpose, and, you know, how you were able to creatively collaborate with other women to tell their stories. I'm a huge advocate for creative collaboration. I think that we get our greatest results when we're able to collaborate with people. Um, and it's, you can get the most impact. And so talk a little bit about how passion, prayer and purpose, you know, came to be, what has it done for you? You know, I started with creative design and I still work in the fashion industry, but about seven years ago, I discovered, uh, personal development and personal development is really about self-discovery. It's about finding and discovering things about yourself that could be holding you back. So beliefs that you have, fears that you have, and creating opportunities and creating environments to discover those things so that you can overcome them and, and get better results in your life. And that's where Design Her Life came from, is I am really focused on, especially since I fell in love with personal development myself, then I know I knew that that was my life's work. And I knew that that was what I wanted to do in the world. So I loved fashion, but I also love the idea of working with the human belief system and how we believe about what we believe about ourselves. And so that's really where Design Her Life came from. I specifically work with women, but focus on this inside out makeover and passion prayer purpose is underneath that design her life umbrella. And what I really wanted to do, you know, it's a, it's a really simple story that I went to a dinner party and I was talking to a young lady and she was talking to me about traveling the world. She had just gotten back from, you know, going to a couple of places. She had a podcast and she was traveling internationally. And she said to me very clearly and, you know, precisely, she was like, if you're not writing and publishing, you should be. And I was just like, whoa, (laughs) where'd that come from? And she was like, if you're not writing and publishing, you should be. Because when I, throughout my last trip, um, 
internationally than I ran across so many hundreds of women that are not, that are silenced and that don't have the ability to tell their stories. And we speak for them is what she said. Mm-hmm. And I still get chills right now thinking about that conversation. And it was very brief. Like I said, we were just talking about her travels and she said that to me. And it basically the conversation was over after that. And it stuck with me. And so even though I had published before, this is actually my third publication that I had published with um, similar to the what I was trying to, I was looking to create as far as co- collaboration. I was a part of a collaboration with my first book and then my with my first contribution, I was a contributor. And then my first book, um, I wrote myself and I was like, how do I progress this vision and make and, and bring it forward? And so for me, I was like, I need to do another collaborative book and I need to create a platform for other women to tell their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that she said to me right before we ended the conversation is that, you know, largely the perspectives that are seen around the world are from a white male dominant perspective. And she was like, as women of color, we need to make sure that our story our voices, our trials, our situations are being heard. And from that, like I said, from that conversation, it was very clear for me, especially considering I was moving into the personal development world. Um, I'm a very spiritual person and I'm driven by passion. It made perfect sense for me to create a, a product under the Design Her Life brand that included women that were able to tell their stories along these same lines. So that's the inspiration for the book. And then what happened was I really just put out a call. (laughs) I sent out an email. Like I told you, I'm going to jump in and just figure it out kind of person. So I sent out an email and I asked a couple women if they would be interested in doing a project like this. And they said, absolutely. I know what you're doing. I, I know I support what you're doing with Design Her Life. And I would love to be a part of this brand. I would love to be a part of it. And it started with just a couple of us. And basically, it just grew from there. Other people were telling other people. And next thing you know, we were getting story- We were getting emails from other women that were sending their stories in to be a part of the project. And we... Um, So from there, then we, you know, we just decided to move forward. I actually decided to collaborate with uh, uh, a young lady. Her name is Dr. Consuela Cooper. And she was very inspired by my first book. And she was really, really, really fired up about doing another project with me. And I was like, well, let's do this project together. And we came together. And that's how the book came into fruition. Wow. No, that's that's pretty awesome. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, and you know, the thing is, is that, again, from that conversation, I was like, how do I go? You know, I went from a contributor. I'm about progression. So, you know, the first time I published, I was a contributor. The second time I was an author. And then third, I was able to make other authors. It was 19 first time authors that became published with that project, all women of color, all women that were in a position that they wanted to share their story. They wanted to share their trials. They wanted to 
contribute to the world with their voices and to inspire other women to, you know, move forward, move into start their businesses, get over this situation. I mean, it talks every from everything from entrepreneurship to a rape situation and how she, you know, used that to create a lane as far as purpose and create a, you know, a whole documentary and a whole line of art created, visual art created to it. So it's a very, it's a lot of powerful women and a lot of powerful stories. And I was really, really just grateful that I got to be a part of that journey with them. I thank you for sharing um, your story and collaborating with other women to share their stories um, because behind every person, behind every brand, there's a story. And I think that people need to see the evolution of people. So let's talk a little bit more about Design Her Life. You went from designing fabrics to designing lives. <laughs> and I mean, that's powerful. You know, I mean, that's a that's a huge brand evolution. And so let's talk about how you how you made that transition. What's been most impactful about designing people's lives? Well, I would say that. And and let me also say that I didn't just jump in full swing. Like I've I've had a number of businesses, uh, LLCs that I've owned. I've I've been involved in. I have a nonprofit organization. So I've had other businesses that have come and failed. So let me also put that out there. I don't want everybody to think like, you know, that I haven't had my own ups and downs when it comes to entrepreneurship. And for Design Her Life, it, the inspiration was really this. And, and, you know, it really started from a, and I think I, I talked about it in the book, but I, I want to be very candid that it started from, you know, when I was doing my own work and I have a lot, I had a lot of limiting beliefs. I had a lot of beliefs that I've developed around my capabilities around my intelligence. In fact, beliefs when it comes to most of the beliefs that that we, you know, as human beings, according to uh, some research that's done by Brene Brown, I don't know if you know who that is, but she does a lot of re- research around how we believe about ourselves and a lot of stories that we create and beliefs that we have are doubts in the areas of lovability, creativity, and divinity. And so I would say that was me. And I really, really struggled with both of all of those areas. And I really struggled about, you know, and a lot of people didn't see it. So for me in the in the book, Passion, Prayer, Purpose, it was very difficult for me. And it was very necessary for me to take off my mask of what I show the world and actually expose what I feel and what I felt and the doubts and the beliefs and the, you know, negative and limiting beliefs that I had about myself. And with that process of trying to, of discovering those and to overcome and change those beliefs, then I fell in love with it. And I believe that God revealed to me that this is the work that I want to do in the world, that it's not just me out here that have limiting beliefs, it's everybody on the planet. And so I was like, well, how do we get to 
you know, living our fullest potential? How do we get to, you know, this blessed life? And how do we get to, you know, doing everything as far as our passions and our purpose? And how do we really move into that life if we're limiting ourselves from moving forward? And so that's really how I really fell in love with the process, fell in love with it, doing it myself. And I was like, I want to do this for other people. And that's what happened. And I really struggle. And I love the fact that you are connected to creativity and branding because I really, really, really struggle going from design to personal development. I did not see the connection. I thought design initially was very um, creative and, and, you know, could be seen as superficial for the outside world. Um, you know, and then I thought, you know, personal development doesn't have anything to do with creativity. Like it was, it was, I really, really struggled for a number of years trying to figure out how to bring the, the two things that I love together. And so, so though people kind of look at it now and they like, oh, that makes sense. I know her, she's, you know, la, la, la. And I know what they do and I know what kind of events they do. I really struggled with that. It didn't come out of like a, oh, we're doing a style and authenticity event. That just came in the last like two years where I really, really got to a place where I was like, this is the the groove that I want to be in. This is the type of branding that I want to have. And trust me, I don't still, I still don't have it all together. I'm still learning. Um, but I would say that that was the inspiration and it's still being birthed. Like it's still being molded into what I think that is going to be moving forward. You know, right now we just launched a international retreat and it's really about self-discovery and renegotiating identity. And when I think about identity, I'm connecting how we show up in the world. And maybe that has to do with confidence. It has to do with how you dress. It has to do with how you show up, but it also is connected to how you feel about yourself in the inside. So I'm really just getting in a groove where I'm starting to connect all of my brand and all of my loves and all of my purposes that I feel like God put me on the planet together and and give that contribution to the world. So it didn't come easily or smoothly. Let me be clear about that. Does that make sense? (laughs) No, it makes perfect sense. A, A brand, it has to evolve. It has to develop. It comes with time. I believe when you when you meet new people, you have different experiences. It's all a part of your brand journey. It's all a part of development of your brand. And it just all it does is just continue to pretty much evolve. It just continues to evolve. And so I just love hearing where it started and where it is now. So I can only imagine where it's going. And so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, since we're talking, you know, more about your brand and thinking about the Nicole Salas brand, do you like integrate your personal brand with your professional brand? Do you treat them one in the same as, you know, design her life, Nicole Salas, the same as just chilling at home, like watching TV, <laughs> Nicole Salas, or just being with your family? Um, because I think some people struggle with you know, how they want to be perceived on social media versus how they want to be perceived at a, at a networking event. So how do you manage your brand's reputation? Oh, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> so I would say that. I have I'm still figuring it out, but what I'm saying, what I I think is. 
that right now the challenge that I have is so many people think of me as Design Her Life, where Design Her Life is a platform and a community for women. It's not just about me. So I think that I'm in a place right now where, yes, I am. um, It's Design Her Life and Nicole is 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 very connected, interconnected. But I also am still in the fashion industry. So, you know, like with my Instagram, I try to anyway um, incorporate design her, what's going on with Design Her Life and what's going on with Nicole. You know, Nicole with rafting, you know, whitewater rafting today or Nicole. But I also try to bring that back to a brand message to say, like, I am constantly trying to live outside of my comfort zone. What are you doing today to get outside of your comfort zone for my Design Her Life ladies or my Design Her Life, you know, followers? So I haven't really figured that out yet. And I think that we all struggle with perception and how people see us. And I think the goal for me right now is authenticity for myself. And I think that once I, you know, as long as I stay there when it comes to a brand message and when it comes to my personal brand, then I'm okay. But I just, I have to, you know, differentiate the business brand from the personal brand. And right now I have not, I haven't efficiently and effectively done that. You know, I have my own accountability partners and I have my own therapist and my own coach and I have my own, you know, my own contributing cast, if you will. And they are constantly, you know, tasked with the responsibility of keeping me authentic and keeping me on an authentic journey. So when I speak about authenticity, then the goal is to practice what I preach. So if I am telling people, you know, or women, or I am doing workshops and teaching women how to overcome beliefs, how am I overcoming my own beliefs? You know, and if I'm teaching or, you know, uh, facilitating a retreat about self-love, how am I practicing self-love? So it absolutely is coming from an authentic place and I'm continuing to challenge myself um, to stay in alignment. That's the biggest thing for me right now is in alignment with what I'm saying and what I'm putting out in the world. If I'm living that myself, I want to design her life to stand outside of me. Mm -hmm. So I want the community to grow and grow and grow, you know, and, and it's, it's on its way. You know, we, I just put out a call for writers for my new website and, you know, I'm doing a number of different projects and putting some products, some life wear out into the world with different, different people. So I do believe that it's moving in the right direction as far as it having its own legs Mm -hmm. and living outside of just me. Because right now, I think that when people think of Design Her Life, then they think of me and I want it to be be intertwined with me, but not me. You know what I mean? That all makes perfect sense, Nicole. Um, Thank you. And you brought up a very important term. Um, authenticity. And I'm so glad you said that because I truly believe our audiences need to know that in order to, to, to continue to develop their brands and to increase their customer base um, or with the current customers that they have, for those customers to remain loyal, they have to 
be authentic. They have to be genuine. Um, and that can be across your personal brand and your professional brand. People can sniff out, sniff out um, inauthentic people. So I'm so glad that you brought up authenticity. I think so often we're trying to mimic other people's brand and not staying true to ourselves. And that's the only way that you can stand out amongst um, your competition is to have an authentic brand and to be true to yourself and to be genuine. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about self-care. Um, as busy professionals and busy dreamers, people who are in the process of trying to build their lives and balancing life and work, sometimes we can ignore self-care. And we know that that's a necessary um, activity for us to continue to manage our brand's reputation, to refresh our brand, reinvigorate our brand. So Tell me a little bit about how you practice self-care. That's a great question. <laughs> it's not always uh, natural for me. It's not always my first go-to because I am all of those things that you just described, like very A-type personality and like driven and entrepreneurial and busy and living in New York is, is crazy, you know, and being in the fashion industry is even more crazy and trying to juggle, you know, my career and my brand, um, is crazy. So, you know, the biggest thing for me, I think is, is the first hour of my day. I would say that, you know, and I've heard this before, this is not my quote, but I'm going to borrow it right now, is that if you get the first hour of the day, you get the day. And I think the first hour of the day, even if you wake up early and you have, you know, I am a big fan of a morning practice. So, you know, that in, that can incorporate and it can vary for different people. But I'll say for me, it, inco it usually incorporates um, some prayer and meditation. So spirituality, it incorporates mental and emotional. So I will read something inspirational and then I will write something. So whatever is happening or whatever is coming up for me, kind of like a, a, a free, um, you know, morning pages type of situation. And, and then I, I usually try to do some stretching or do something physical. And it doesn't have to be long. It could be something. I think the, the misconception of self-care is that it has to be all day <laughs> or it has to be a big gesture. And I think that small self-care incorporated into your practices and into your day can help you be more productive. I think of it as, and this is how I speak, you know, because I work with a lot of women that are very driven, <clears throat> And busy. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I speak in terms of like self-care is like iron is, is like sharpening your axe before you go to cut your wood. Mm. And you can go out and you can cut all day with a dull axe, but you can get more accomplished if you're able to sharpen it before you go out. And so for me, it's really about how do I sharpen my acts? And, and a lot of times, like I said, meditation and prayer and getting really focused, maybe writing or getting out some of the uh, beliefs, some of the thoughts, some of the negativity, whatever it is that's in my mind, instead of leaving it there, kind of leaving it on the page before I leave the house helps me to tap into my creativity when I get to work because, you know, I, I, I 
I live a very creatively demanding life because I'm, you know, I don't do it as just a hobby. I do it as a business and I do it as a career. So I'm always tasked with the responsibility of being creative and to be ready for presentation and to be ready, you know, just to be on point. And so for me, I think the days that I am waking up doing a morning practice, I am a hundred percent better than the days when I am, I have a not so sharp axe, I will say, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that makes, I love that. Yeah. I love that sharpening your axe. I love that. Like, I, I jotted that one down. I'm, I'm, I'm still that. <laughs> but I'm going to give you credit. Nicole. I'm going to give you credit. <laughs> no, I think that's powerful. And I love that you said that um, most people think that it's something that you do all day. And it can be just as simple as starting your day off with simple meditation and prayer. I think that's powerful. Um, people laugh at me because I eat breakfast every day. I am a breakfast eater. And I tell people, if I don't eat breakfast, <laughs> my day is not going to be right. <laughs> and so just, you know, something as simple as prayer, meditation, and breakfast can really, you know, start your day off to a great, just really start your day off great and can really just get you through any type of obstacle that may get in your way. Um, so, I mean, I think that's great. And thank you for sharing that because I think people want, want to know that. I think self-care is, it's important. And sometimes it's just, it's not addressed in the lives of busy people, but I thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, and I think that there are other ways too. you know, like we're doing a self-care retreat. So there, there are ranges to how you practice self-care and it might be a morning practice. It may be eating breakfast. I love breakfast too, by the way. Um, it may be, you know, uh, just turning off your phone, getting off social media. You know, some days I take social media breaks and I get off the phone and I'm not looking at anything else. I'm not distracted. I'm focused on, you know, whatever it is that I have going on. Sometimes I, you know, will take a weekend and, and go white water rafting or whatever, because I, I'm like, okay, I've gotten so wrapped up in my business life that I haven't done anything personally for myself. Sometimes it's a massage. Sometimes, like I said, it's an entire retreat where I'm going away. I'm doing yoga, meditation. I'm doing personal development. I mean, I'm really, it's not for me right now because I'm facilitating the retreat, but you know, I'm saying that there are ranges and it doesn't always have to be one or the other, but in order to incorporate it is to, to be healthy and to be balanced. And I, and I really preach that for sure. Absolutely. It's what works best for you, right? What works best for the person. I thank you for sharing that. I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, it's good for people to just identify what works best for them. With Design Her Life, it's really about self-awareness, right? And it's really about getting to a place where you understand the things that trigger you and the things that serve you. Mm. And so I think that the self-discovery process is important. And I like what you're saying about, you know, it's subjective, right? Self-care is subjective. It's not the same thing for everyone. I know that when I am practicing adventure in my life, that's a part of my life design. Mm -hmm. So I know that when I am taking time to do that, 
I show up differently in my relationships, in my boardrooms, in my meetings, and everywhere. So I know that that's a part of my design. I'm aware enough to know that that feeds me. So with self-care, I think that there are some general practices, but I'm challenging every person that's listening to this to get into a place of self-discovery and get self-aware about what actually feeds you and like contributes to the woman or the man that you want to be in the world. I think that's also self-care. I love it. (laughs) I love it. No, that was, that was really good. That was really good. Self-discovery. It starts there. It starts there. You know, with the retreat and everything else, what's next for Nicole? Uh, um, it's a lot of things that's coming up that is next for Nicole. I don't like once uh, since I've been talking about designing her life so much, I want to go directly there. But I guess you are talking to me as a person. Um, <laughs> I would say that, I mean, I, I'm actually, you know what? I'm in a really great place. And I don't say that in the sense that I'm not working towards goals in the future. I say that in a sense that I'm just really happy <laughs> what I, w- with my contribution and what I'm putting into what I'm contributing to the world. And so I'm really taking a moment to like celebrate that, you know, like I really love my job. I've transitioned from being a designer to a fashion forecaster. I absolutely really love my job. And the fact that, like I said, I think Design Her Life is really getting into a groove, it's getting its legs, and it's it's starting to walk, it's getting ready to walk on its own. Um, so I definitely know that there will be more international retreats. I think that there is a, a, a beautiful experience that's connected to travel, connected to retreats, connected to personal development. And you know, Design Her Life is always going to put a beautiful, fabulous twist to it. So I'm very excited about that. And we are moving into service retreats. So the goal is to um, to be in Africa <laughs> in the next year, in the next year and a half, and to really create an opportunity to have a cultural exchange when we're able to experience the culture there. And we're also able to leave something there to make sure that their communities are better after we've been there. So that's really what's next. Um, I would say uh, definitely look out for the new website. It will be some great content on there, everything from li- lifestyle to fashion and absolutely, definitely spirituality and and, and, and personal development content. So th- I'm excited about that. Um, I am actually, you know, working to uh, to launch a podcast as well. So it will be more content and it will be definitely in line with the Design Her Life brand. So I'm excited. I think that's awesome. So you're... You're about to be a global <laughs> brand. And I well, I'm excited for you. And um I am going to be with you on this journey um along the way. Um consider me um a, a part of this cast. Design <laughs> her life community. Yes. yes. I, love I love it. You are a part of the community. <laughs> yes, I love I love it. So, Nicole, it has been such a pleasure 
having this creative conversation with you. I've enjoyed listening to you talk about the importance of self-discovery and jumping in and getting um, action and results and having confidence. I mean, you said a lot of important um, things here that I think will really help um, my audience take their brand to the next level and your audience and, you know, anyone who wants to take their brands to the next level and just really own who they are and explore their creativity to get them to be them to be their best selves. So I thank you so much for joining me today. Before we close out, tell us how everyone can find you. Well, thank you, first of all, for inviting me. I have thoroughly enjoyed the conversation uh, prior and and now on online. Uh, and you can find me. Everything really is Design Her Life. Uh, so, you know, Instagram is design.her.life.tribe. I, I actually have started a new page. So I would like for people, you know, that are a part of our tribe and a part of our community and wants to join our community to join that Instagram page. And everything else is just Design Her Life. So put it out there and be a part, come and be a part of our community and contribute. Talk to me, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Facebook. We have a a group, uh, it's probably about a couple thousand. So hit me up, you know, let's get active. Let's talk. Let's go through what beliefs are out there. Some self-discovery practices. I would love to engage with you and stay in touch with, with, with your audience and, and everyone that's listening. I'm absolutely, you know, humbled and grateful for the opportunity, opportunity to be a part of the personal journey and the personal growth experience. So thank you so much, Nicole. And thank you all so much for joining me on my first episode of Creative Masterminds. I hope this dose of creative fuel has empowered you to take your brand to the next level, has encouraged you to start that business, to even enter into that new opportunity. That's what I'm here for. So let's continue this conversation. Join my Facebook group, Creative Masterminds, and consider me your creative partner along the way. Thank you for joining me on my creative journey, and I'm so excited to be a part of yours. Until next time, be you and keep shining.